Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. So it appears that there is one person on planet Earth that can get away with things that you cannot. In every walk of life, everything you go through, there's one person that can get away with it all, and that person is not you. But I will tell you who it is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Wherever you are listening to the program right now, we appreciate you doing so. Always having some fun here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So I'm going to paint a scenario for you, and I just want you to... Take this in and put yourself in this position, all right? Put yourself in this spot, if you could. So you tune out everybody else that's around you. Tune out whatever else is going on. 
Uh, if you're at the drive-thru and they're handing you your food, just roll the window up and make them wait. It's worth it. All right? Just I'm going to paint a scenario for you. If you went out on a work night and you got hammered and you came in the next day to work and you didn't perform well, would your boss praise you for still showing up under difficult circumstances? Probably not, right? Because you put yourself in that position, okay? You did it. You went out. You went to happy hour. You got, you got hammered. You showed up the next day. Sorry, I don't feel bad for you, okay? What if it was the opposite of that? You went out on a work night. You got plastered, destroyed, 15 margaritas. You came in the next day at work, and you actually did perform well. Would your boss praise you for your performance under difficult circumstances? Probably not. They'd say, hey, listen, not the best move. You didn't really put yourself in a position to succeed. You went out. You were irresponsible. You were reckless. You put us in a bad spot. You got away with it this time, but you put us in a bad spot. I'm not going to give you praise. Just don't let it happen again. The circumstances that you were in were difficult because of you. You're the reason those circumstances were difficult. You put yourself there. Yet when it comes to LeBron James, the narrative surrounding LeBron in Cleveland, now that it's over because they were swept and are 1-8 and eight against Golden State the past two years in the finals, the narrative out of Cleveland is it's all about what Cleveland didn't do for LeBron. What they weren't able to do for him. Never mind him. It's all about what Cleveland didn't do for him or what his teammates didn't do for him. What he didn't have around him. The latest came after game one, uh, game four that just ended on Friday night. Because reports started to come out that after game four, these reports started to pop up on social media and they started to say these things like... Um, Yeah, LeBron played with a uh, badly bruised hand. He was so frustrated and so distraught with what happened in game one that LeBron punched a whiteboard or something like that. And uh, he was so devastated that he was dealing with a really, really bad bone bruise. Um, Here was LeBron talking about that as he showed up to the postgame presser in a soft cast. This was LeBron earlier on Friday. What happened? Uh, Self-inflicted. Post game after game one, uh, very emotional for a lot of different reasons. Understanding how important a game one is on the road for our ball club. What would that done for us? Um, the way we played, the calls that was made throughout the course of that game. And I had emotions on, you know, the game was taken away from us. I had emotions of you just don't get an opportunity like this on the road versus Golden State to be able to get a game one. You know, I let the emotions get the best of me and pretty much played the last three games with a broken hand. So. That's that's what it is. Uh, I've had a broken hand before. Uh, it's called a boxer's fracture. You break your hand, bones floating around. Um, you don't play basketball with that. You can't even shake someone's hand. You can't dap everybody up after you leave the court. Okay, You can't shower. You can't grab your purse after Mark Schwartz offends you in a post-game presser and walk out. You can't do any of that stuff. And do you want to know why? Because your effing hand's broken. Okay, you can't do any of it. But nonetheless, 
the LFBs, the LeBron fanboys, or the LBWs, the LeBron ball washers, or the LDL, the LeBron Defense League, are all going to come out and say, well, I don't blame him. I'd punch a, a wall, too. I'd, I'd do something worse than that if I had to play with this crew. Okay, so let's just go ahead and let's get into this then. All right, let's get into this. Now, for the record, I love LeBron James. One of my favorite NBA players to ever watch. Okay, one of the greatest athletes I've ever seen in my life. It's been fantastic to get to watch him. I hope he plays 10 more years. He's fantastic. But you got to call it what it is. When LeBron described what happened with punching that whiteboard after game one, when he described it as self-inflicted, he was right. He was being honest. Here's the reality. Most of what happened in Cleveland over the past 12 months that you all point to the organization to blame and everybody else around LeBron, most of what happened to LeBron, most of that too was self-inflicted. You can bring up all the other ingredients that he didn't have as far as why he wasn't able to successfully get to the finals and win, I don't know, at least one game or I don't know, lose the last game by less than 30. And it all goes back to the same thing. Well, you know, it's about ownership. It's about the team and talent around him. It's about head coaching. Just just the fact that he was able to bring these guys this far. I mean, what a shame that Dan Gilbert and the Cleveland Cavaliers butchered this for the second time around. If I'm a Cavs fan, if I'm a Cleveland Cavalier fan, and I'm not one of these fanboys who continues to want to suck up to LeBron James and just assume that he's always right. You know what I would say? i take a big step back and I would go, why am I seeing the one common denominator with all of these things that have happened over the past 12 months? I'm seeing the same thing pop up over and over and over again. You talk about you know, ownership and, and the bad relationship with ownership – It's weird because I've always been taught growing up that if you have a bad relationship with somebody, it takes two to fight, right? There's two things going wrong here. If you have a bad relationship, like if you and your ex aren't getting along, it's not always just their fault. Maybe sometimes you're just an a-hole. So if we use that rationale, and we'll just call it fair, and we'll call it 50-50 down the middle, if there's equal blame, why is it always blame on Dan Gilbert, and why is there no blame on LeBron James? Oh, the team around him. It's this team around him stuff. You know, he doesn't have enough pieces around him. Okay. Um, He had Kyrie Irving, and um, Kyrie Irving wanted out. Why? LeBron James. Interesting. Um, Well, you know, Kevin Love, just not the same player that he used to be. Oh, you mean the same player he used to be when LeBron demanded they trade for him? You mean that guy? guy? That's the guy you're talking about? No, I mean, yeah, he's got to rely on J.R. Smith, ridiculous J.R. Smith, and that play he made in game one. How dare he make a play like that? Yeah, I know. It's a shame that a guy that LeBron wanted to keep around and demanded they re-sign still be in Cleveland to make that play, right? 
man, Tristan Thompson, he just can't get it together. Starts dating a Kardashian. Next thing you know, he's at a hookah bar, and they're playing with his joystick out in public, and it's on video camera, and he's walking around with Mon. Oh, my God. This guy's a disaster. No wonder LeBron wants out of there. He doesn't want to deal with this drama anymore. Yeah, man. I would want out of there, too, especially if I knew I was the guy who demanded that the organization re-sign Tristan Thompson to a huge contract. I'd probably want out of there, too. Nobody wants to hold him accountable. Nobody wants to point out that he is the reason they are in this position as much as anybody else. Blame the owner. Blame the teammates. Oh, and then Ty Lue. Blame Ty Lue, man. He needs to be around a real coach, you know? He needs to be around a guy who's got some some real pedigree, a guy who's a Hall of Fame type coach, you know? He never gets the coach he wants. Ever. He never seems to get the coach he wants. Except for that one time when David Blatt was there, and then he had David Blatt fired so he could get his guy in. And his guy all together now, what was his guy's name? Ty Lue. That guy. But nobody ever wants to say that. It's all about Cleveland and what they haven't done for him. It's all about, God, they just haven't given him enough. They, ha- they haven't provided him with enough. And so they call out the organization. And you got people in the media saying, man, the Cleveland Cavaliers butchered this again. Man, how could the Cle- I would be just distraught if I were a Cavs fan knowing that my organization put me put LeBron James in that position. If I'm a Cavs fan, I say bleep you to that. Because I want you to find me another organization who has catered more to one player over the past five, six years like the Cavs have with LeBron James. Find me one. Find me a superstar player in the NFL who's had an organization cater to their every needs. What are you going to say? Tom Brady? How many times have we seen Tom Brady's pieces traded away or gone or cut or just disappear, retire, who knows? Aaron Rodgers. All that guy wanted was for them to re-sign Jared Cook, and they couldn't even get it done. Nobody has been catered to more in sports the past five, six years than LeBron James. And that's all after he had critical comments to make about the owners He had critical comments to make about Dan Gilbert, and he left them high and dry on public television and national TV and embarrassed them in front of millions of people, which, again, I didn't mind. He's free to do whatever he wants. But this whole notion that it's all Cleveland's fault and that it's all Dan Gilbert's fault, it's crap. All they've done is cater to him since he's come back. That's all they've done. Rearranged rosters, guys have been fired, move this guy here, yeah, we'll sign that guy over there, okay, I guess we'll re-sign this guy, even though we don't think it's a really good investment, and all we keep hearing about is, they haven't done enough for him. And it's all the people in the media and all the fans who are so blinded and who are are ball-washing LeBron James for the past five, six years, just hoping he comes on and does an interview with them. Just just hoping he likes or retweets one of their tweets so they can say, hey, we're buddies now. He doesn't give a crap about you. He doesn't care. This has all been about his pursuit, and that's fine. He's fantastic. He's a wonderful player. He's a good guy. He's done great things. But it's okay to call somebody out on the fact that you are only hearing one side of things. What LeBron doesn't have. 
You never hear about what he does have. Which is a rarity in sports. A superstar player who burns an organization one time, comes back the next time, they cater to his every needs, and on his way out the door, because now it looks like he is going to leave, all we hear about is what he doesn't have. It's bogus. Just open your eyes a little bit. Have an honest conversation. LeBron James punching that whiteboard after game one, that was symbolic. His statement afterwards, self-inflicted, that was the truth. Unfortunately, it's not just the truth about punching a whiteboard. It's the truth about getting a coach fired, having players traded, having roster control, and still bitching about why it didn't go your way in the finals. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. And uh, you can also get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. What does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. So there is someone that a lot of you don't like. You don't like him at all. And I'm going to tell you why it's kind of ridiculous at this point. Why you don't like him. That's next here on FSR. This is Knox time right here. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up here in just a couple of minutes, there's somebody that many of you dislike. I'm going to tell you why it's not the way to, it's not the route to go, all right? And, and don't be that guy. All right, that's all I'm saying. So that'll be coming up here in just a couple of minutes. It involves somebody in sports, somebody very successful in the world of sports. So that's coming up here in uh, just a couple of minutes. Do want to welcome in the crew, though, the guys that are going to be riding shotgun with me until 6 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, he is a very busy man this week. Uh, he's been selling us out, and he's been flirting with uh, Ben Maller, who hosts weekday overnights here at Fox Sports Radio. Ben Maller, um, one of the all-time greats. Iowa Sam is in the building, everybody. Iowa good Sam. To the last drop. Good to see you. Rumors, could, car- good to see you to, could carve out just a few minutes of his yeah. time to still do the show. I'm still on assignment with you, buddy. Yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. I just they they put me on that show, and I'll do what I need to do. All right. So I'm, uh, I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So Iowa Sam is uh, is here. He looks uh, he looks all. You know where else could I play Andrew WK coming back from break? I, I somebody find out his net worth. Somebody please find out Andrew WK's net worth. You know his net worth is really high because he only buys grungy yeah. old white t-shirts yeah. and ripped jeans. Yeah, Hanes t-shirts yeah. and Britannia jeans. Yes. It's, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, All but right. uh, we have fun here. Uh, Mike Mayer is your executive producer here at Fox Sports Radio. A great block by Mike Mayer, number sixty. Mike Mayer uh, was uh, at a funeral earlier. And, uh, yeah. and we we apologize to Mike, uh, but the fact that he was able to come in. Uh, by the way, that funeral was the Cavs, uh, the Cavs who were who were buried alive. <laughs> oh man! Night. What's funny is like they had a blackout in the arena, so it's like almost like they knew what was going to happen. So they were all wearing yeah. black shirts. So it's almost like it was telegraphed by the Cavs. So yeah, I'm fine. It's it's not good to watch your team lose like that. And but... I'd rather lay, I'd rather get swept than lose in seven. Right, get, right yeah, no, with. that's a good yeah, point. Whatever. Yeah, I'd rather get, get boat, rather get boat raced, and it's not as humiliating as losing on a buzzer beater in Game just, Seven. Just yeah. rip the bandaid off. Yep. Um, the most violent man in sports talk radio is here, everybody. Ralph Irvin. Be careful, Ralph. Yeah, Ralph Irvin is here. You have uh, no idea. Yeah, he is. Uh, he is here. He is fired up. 
Uh, Ralph Irvin is in the building uh, uh, in for Kevin Figures, who normally does this time slot. We get a double dose of Ralph uh, Ralph Irvin this weekend. Yeah. Woo! I'm showing up like LeBron James didn't tonight. Oh, come on, Ralph. God, don't be, don't be so hard on him, man. Hey, when a bench warmer has more shots, maybe that tells me something. Now, Ralph, you're a member of the media. You know the rules here. You, you got to kiss his ass uh, at all stops. So, don't do that, Ralph. That's not very nice. Um, I'm in the uh, Charles Barkley wing of that media. Yeah, we're going to hear uh, Charles Barkley was uh, was was brutally honest. Charles Barkley is actually going to uh, going to make an appearance, kind of, on this show coming up in about uh, six seven minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. So we will get to that uh, here uh, as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. So those guys are all going to be here until 6 a.m. Eastern time with me. Uh, but I do need to get to this because I I used to be like this when I was younger where I didn't grow up with a lot of money. We grew up pretty poor. And out of all my group of friends, the people I hung out with, we were the most poor. We had a lot of kids. Um, you know, the power was out sometimes or hey what's for dinner oh we're eating uh, the bagged cereal again huh ma like you know like that's just that's how we grew up malto meal and you know it's fine to eat it's not fine to eat it's disgusting actually but i just i i remember growing up and then when you get to school and you start to be around people and then you see some of your other friends who's who come from money and i remember being younger and it used to irritate me like man He's getting another car? I don't even have one. Wait. They're expanding in their house? Like, we can't even keep the lights on. And it used to piss me off. I was envious. I was jealous. I was bitter about it. I just didn't like the idea of somebody already fortunate getting more fortunate. It bothered me. And then this weird thing happened. Grew up. Got older, started to learn about life, started to figure things out, and I no longer started to get envious over wealthy people who continued to pile on with wealth, who continued to buy another car or uh, buy a second house. It no longer bothered me. Now I'm like, man, good for you. You guys are successful. You deserve it. Hey, your money, spend how you want to spend it. And you want to know why I didn't continue with that same trend of being bitter about the more fortunate people getting more fortunate, about the rich getting richer? You want to know why I I became further away from that um, and why I don't do it anymore? It's because I'm not a child. That's why. And so if you are in the camp where you say, well, no wonder Kevin Durant went to a 73-win team, (laughs) already won 73 games in a season, and then they added Kevin Durant. (laughs) If you were in that camp, you're a child. Grow up. There's nothing wrong with people who are successful or people who make a little bit of money who decide they want to spend the money or have more success. Does that mean that just because you own a mansion means you can't own a car, too? Got to ride a 10-speed to work? Don't want to rub it in anybody else's face. I've got a nice mansion. I live in a gated community. I want to feel like I'm part of everybody else. I want to I be fair to everybody else in my neighborhood, so I'm going to ride a 10-speed to work. That's what I, in fact, you know what? Give me a unicycle. 
I'll get more exercise that way, and I can juggle on the way there. Is, is that what you want? It's amazing. The complaining. Well, the, God, the Warriors, congratulations. <laughs> congratulations. You added a 73-win team, and you added Kevin Durant. <laughs> what a surprise. Of course they won. God forbid somebody successful have more success. F them, man. How dare they be selfish? Stop crying. You sound like a child. You sound like a bitter, broken little kid who's angry because somebody's Christmas was better than yours. <laughs> it's amazing to me. This this whole this whole ripping of the Warriors and there this is a fake championship and Kevin Durant hasn't earned it. They set themselves up for success. They landed the top free agent on the market. Should they have not pursued Kevin Durant because it was unfair to everybody else? No, they went after the guy they thought they could get and could play well with their team. And guess what? Two years in, two world titles. They're 8-1 and one in the finals with Kevin Durant. I guess they kind of got it right, huh? It's like a bunch of children bitching because somebody's parents drive a nicer car than ours. Stop. Grow up. He wanted to go play for another team. He wanted to play for a team and in a culture that had winning, good character, unselfishness, and quality management. What a jerk. How would anybody want that? I don't understand. And the people that are complaining that Kevin Durant chose to go to Golden State and are now still complaining because a 73-win team can't add a top player like that. Okay, so all of you out there that have a car, you're only allowed to have one, okay? You're only allowed to have one nice car. If you even think about buying a second nice car, everybody's going to throw eggs at you when you drive off. You're not. It's not allowed here. Nope, not allowed here. Can't do it. No more. Only studio apartments for you. Can't have a nice house. You can have one or the other. You can either have a really nice car or a really nice home. But no, no, no. The more fortunate, you can't have more than that. God, no. Even if you earn it, even if it's your hard work that puts you there, even if it was your dealing with the salary cap and figuring out something that nobody else could figure out in the NBA, no, never mind all that. You're wrong for making the move. In fact, you're so wrong that you're 8-1 and in the final since. Give me a break, man. Grow up. Stop being a kid. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, um, an NBA Hall of Famer with, uh, with some pretty damning comments and remarks about LeBron James. This is good stuff. Uh, that'll come up next year on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And, of course, on Friday, the Golden State Warriors wrapped up a four-game sweep in the NBA Finals with a 108-85 humbling of the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Warriors win back-to-back NBA titles. Steph Curry leading all scores with 37 points. Kevin Durant named Finals MVP. He finished with a triple-double in the game. He's the sixth player ever to win back-to-back 
Finals MVPs. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience on the Major League Baseball Diamonds. The Yankees now on top in the American League East. They won their third straight 4-1 over the Mets. Boston a half game back. They lost to the White Sox 1-0 in the West. Seattle still on top with a 4-3 win at Tampa Bay. They lead the Houston Astros by a full game. The Astros beat Texas 7-3. Justin Verlander earned his eighth win of the season. And of course, coming up here on Saturday, it will be the Belmont Stakes justified going for the Triple Crown and to do it undefeated. Back to you with, I'm sure, some wonderful comments from that NBA legend. Thanks, Ralph. Jonas Knox coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, We will have what do you think, what do you want coming up in about 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Also, reminder, uh, as we uh, we are going to hear from a a Hall of Famer with some not-so-nice things to say about LeBron James. Reminder. If you go to my Twitter account, at the Jonas Knox, I set up a poll question. Normally, I don't do poll questions because I prefer good radio. And um, I set up a, a poll question on my Twitter account, at the Jonas Knox. And this was before LeBron came out with the soft cast because he punched a whiteboard. Um, but screw it. I mean, this the way it was phrased is fine. Which excuse used by LeBron ball washers was your favorite in the NBA Finals? And your options are ownership, teammates, coaching, or officials. All right? It's one of those four excuses. If there's an edit button or if I could have added a five, I would have put the uh, punching of the whiteboard. But you can weigh in on that. You can weigh in on it at the Jonas Knox. You can find it. It's pinned up there on the profile. Which excuse used by LeBron ball washers was your favorite in the NBA Finals? So... Have some fun with that. Um, all right. So I was talking about this earlier that, there, and I, I've mentioned this before that there's this. It, it's 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 odd. I don't know that I remember it being. I don't, and because I wasn't doing sports at the time when Michael Jordan was around, I wasn't old enough for that. So I don't know if it was like this with Michael Jordan. So I can't speak on that. But I noticed that there's this weird thing that is happening with the media. And LeBron James, and uh, there's a lot of a lot of media fanboys out there, and they just want to defend these. They just want to be fans, and they don't want to have, they don't want to call it how it is. They don't want to have any credibility. They just want to get into all the maxim parties when they're at the Super Bowl, and they want they want to get into all the the clubs and and make sure that they recognize them in the post game press conference and give them a fist bump on the way out and they want to do all that and nobody really wants to be honest they just want to be fanboys or fangirls and it really pisses me off really bothers me and so i i've i've broken up the the media fanboys and fangirls into three different categories i've talked about them before um you've got the LDL the LeBron defense league those are the people that just defend LeBron no matter what but they're more calm about it you know they're more, they're more. Uh, I understand. You know, kind of a bad look losing by thirty three, but you know they're those people. And then you've got uh, the LFBs. They're the Le- Le- LeBron fanboys. Um, they're the ones that are going to continue to root for him. Oh, he's so great, man. No matter what he does, don't worry about it. He's so great. I, I just love to watch LeBron play. He's the best. Blah 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 blah. And then you've got the LBWs. Those are the, Le- the LeBron ball washers. 
Those are the over-the-top, blinded by LeBron, just hoping he recognizes them or follows them on social media. They're the ones that accuse Cleveland of ruining it for LeBron James a second time, not realizing that all they did was cater to his every need since he got back to Cleveland. And if they're in this position, it's because of LeBron James. They're those people. And so there's this scene off Point Break, not the crappy remake, but the original version, where Gary Busey, who plays Pappas, he gets on Keanu Reeves, Johnny Utah, because he feels like he's getting too close to the surfers, so he can't really do his job properly. And he tells him, you're getting too close to these surfers, getting too close to these guys. Like, you can't do your job. He's supposed to be undercover, and he's just getting way too close and too attached. And that is how the media is starting to handle LeBron James. Like there are members of the media that have gotten way, way, way too attached that they can't just be reasonable with some of their criticisms. Um, Charles Barkley is not one of those. He would not fall into any of those categories. Uh, Charles Barkley was on NBA TV after Game Four went final, and here's what Barkley had to say about LeBron. I was so disappointed his passiveness. And it drained all the energy out of the rest of the Cavaliers. He came out passing the ball. I wanted to see somebody fight to the finish. Uh, But that left me mad more than anything. For him to come out and play like that with the game on the line, just be so passive. And you can see it drained the energy out of the rest of the players because they fed off his body language. Uh, Just disappointed personally. Any media person that I see in person for the rest of my life who try to tell me LeBron James is good as Michael Jordan, I'm just going to slap the hell out of him right on the spot. <laughs> no question asked. The next person who walks up to me and say, LeBron James, who is amazing, amazing, as good as Michael Jordan or competes like Michael Jordan, I'm just going to slap the hell out of you right on the spot, and I will take my chances with the judicial system. <laughs> so Charles Barkley, it just said, and you can you could be the biggest LeBron fan you want, and I've I've said it before. I love the guy; he's one of my favorite athletes ever to watch. But tell me, it didn't look like they gave up in that game. I, I know "quits" a bad word to use for an athlete. I know they were mentioning no moss during the broadcast. No moss, the Roberto Duran, the famous lines by Le- Roberto Duran when he refused to to come out and fight. Um, and Mark Jackson made comment of it. But tell me, even even the biggest LeBron supporters, tell me it didn't seem like they kind of gave up in that game. And this is the second time it's happened. I, I it's it's okay to just acknowledge. That he knew, and look, his behavior after game one, I remember last week being on the air saying, yeah, that one felt different because LeBron's really picked his spots in the postseason and just the way he behaved on the court, uh, his demonstrative attitude with J.R. Smith, and then a few days later you saw the video come out of uh, after he realized they had a timeout, the way he treated Ty Lue, the way he wouldn't put his hand in the huddle until the until the very end, just the way he reacted. And then you find out he punched a, a board and, and got a deep bone bruise in his hand uh, right after game one. When you saw all of that play out, you just knew that this was a different one. He knew that was the key moment in the series. But damn, like you come out, you get slaughtered by 30. We get it. They're not as good of a team. But tell me you didn't think the same thing I thought and that Charles Barkley thought and that Mark Jackson thought and that 
anybody with a pair of eyes somewhat sober and not blinded by the LeBron fandom saw in that game four. Didn't it look like they kind of gave up? And to Charles Barkley's point, when you're supposed to be the guy there and everybody else is looking looking for leadership, like, hey, can you, you know, we're in a game four. We all think we're going to lose. Do we have any hope? And you just kind of play it passive and you, you know, I mean, come on. Like that's you, you can you can be the biggest LeBron supporter you want, and I think the guy's fantastic. But it really looked like they gave up in Game Four. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. As we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, coming up next. It's a hot new game on sports radio. It's fantastic. I recommend it, and I recommend it because we created it. That's coming up next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from a guy from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Godsmack. <laughs> every this guy's voice is the same. Every part of every song. <laughs> it's every every part. Like cut to any part of the song, and that's how his voice sounds. It's like three notes, Jonas. It's just all grunts. Hey, he's talented, man. Uh, yeah, this, I saw this, him in concert. This singer actually on their first album, he played all the drums. He recorded all the drums in their first album. I saw him play drums side by side with their main drummer. Yeah, he's good. Cool. No, pretty he's cool. really talented. Yeah, but um, uh, but, but people knock a him. Throwback to the two, yeah. early two thousands, I guess. <laughs> Godsmack. Godsmack. I, this is a true story. I was in high school English class, and we had to do we had to read a poem from a from a like a famous poet or something like that for our English class, and so I did like. Because I'm big into poetry, I used to write poetry. So I'm, I, I did like an Edgar Allan Poe poem or something like. I forget what it was. My buddy's such an idiot, like one of my best friends in high school, that he read lyrics to a Godsmack song. <laughs> That's a true story that I, I forgot about until I just until I just actually heard that song. He and and here's the how, worst how old part. Were you again? Yeah, it was high school. Yeah, so here's you know. here's here's the worst part. He went on the air, or he went went on the air. He went. He, you had to hand the assignment to the teacher, so the teacher had to read it. So imagine this teacher, like mid fifties white guy, getting up in the class in front of the class and going, "The next one is from." I don't want to give his name out on the air. Yeah, screw it, Eric. The next one is from Eric. I'm doing the best I ever did. I'm doing the best that I can. I'm doing the best I ever did. Go away. <laughs> He's reading it, and I nobody gets it. Nobody understands, but I know because he plays that effing song in his car every day. And I've got. I'm embarrassed. I'm mortified that he's doing. He thought it was the greatest thing in the world, and it, you could not have picked a worse song to have a, t- a teacher, a white guy in his mid fifties, read Godsmack in front of a classroom, considering that a poem. But he passed. Passed the assignment. Um, Yay. He also drinks quite a bit. I can I can confirm that. Um, all right. Uh, by the way, uh, we were talking a lot about, we will get to um, what do you think and uh, what do you want coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, guy on Twitter writes in, um, people bash you on Twitter. They're living in the basement and they're trolls. You, li- you rip LeBron every chance you get and that's no big deal. He's the best at what he does, and you're not very good at what you do. 
at least the people who tweet at you are accurate. You stink. Fanboy alert! Yeah, big time. You are a fanboy to the max, man. <laughs> you are a fanboy. Nobody can criticize your favorite player because you've got a LeBron James stuffed animal next to you in your bed. <laughs> it, it beats a blow-up doll. There's many of you out there that got that. All right, it's time for this. There's a big difference between what you think will happen and what you want to happen. And here to show off his sick and twisted mind. Yeah, I think it's twisted and sick. Jonas Knox. All right, here we go. We're going to turn it over to Mike Mayer, our executive producer, with some hot burning questions, and I'm going to answer them with what I think, and then I'm going to answer them with what I want. Mike, what do we got? All right, we start with the NBA Finals. Kendrick Perkins. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins had a memorable series for the Cleveland Cavaliers, considering he didn't play. Jonas, what do you think, and what do you want? I think he was brought out there as a experienced veteran, been in these big moments. He was there to stir it up, there to be intimidating, but there was no way he was going to play. What I wanted was for Steve Kerr in Game 4 to call at least one play on the sideline for David West. And I want to have David West fall back into Kendrick Perkins. Because I can assure you, that's the guy Kendrick Kendrick Perkins wants no part of. David West is a legitimate badass. A legitimate badass. That's what I wanted to watch. I was waiting to see if that was going to happen. This isn't going to be one of these, I'm going to talk down to Steph Curry. I'm going to flip off Kevin Durant in a post-game press conference. David West is a bad dude. I wanted to see that happen. All right. uh, Justify is the favorite going for the Triple Crown today, later today at the Belmont Stakes. Jonas, what do you think and what do you want? I think odds would say that he's probably going to lose. If I had to bet, I would think that he's going to lose. I want him to win because I like seeing cool moments and I like seeing history. And what I really want is I want to be at the track. Like, that's what I really want. There's nothing better than going to the racetrack, man. I've told people. uh, It's fun for everybody. Like, imagine if you were at, like, a a 99-cent store mixed with a zoo Mixed with a bar. It's kind of like that. You walk in there, it's a little dingy. The lighting's not the greatest. You've got animals there. Uh, yeah, you got you got people uh, uh, paying $2 or a dollar for certain bets. Like, it's really fun. I wish I was there. I, I think I think he's probably going to lose, but I hope he wins. All right, last one here. There Is was it a-, a she? Is Justify a she? I, I have no idea. Yeah, we'll have to look that up. It's a horse. Another weight-cutting issue at a UFC event on Friday. Jonas, what do you think? What do you want? Um, what I think is they've got to either add more weight classes in the UFC. It's a total plague. Uh, add more weight classes in the UFC. What I want is for more guys to fight towards their natural weight. I mean, you, some of these guys can barely walk around after they try and cut weight, and then you expect them to rehydrate safely less than 24 hours later for a fight and go get their head caved in. This doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. More coming up next here on FSR. So there was something that happened a long time ago within the last year that was very telling about something that is happening now. I'll explain what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio.
You can also listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83, on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are listening to the program right now. We always appreciate you tuning in on all 300 of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates. And we do it live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios for 15 minutes. Could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So the NBA Finals are a wrap. The Golden State Warriors have swept the Cleveland Cavaliers. And so the conversations have stemmed from Golden State. Where do they go from here? What about LeBron? All this stuff. And to me, the the juicy part of what happened following the series was LeBron James showing up at the post-game press conference and LeBron James talking about why he's wearing a soft cast on his hand. Never wore it the rest of the series, so people assume that maybe it happened in the game. Unfortunately, it happened after game one. Apparently, he punched a, a whiteboard or something like that. LeBron James actually spoke about it after the game. Here were his comments. What happened? Uh, self-inflicted post-game after game one. Uh, very emotional for a lot of different reasons, understanding how important a game one is on the road for our ball club. What would that done for us? Um, the way we played... The calls that was made throughout the course of that game, and I had emotions on, you know, the game was taken away from us. I had emotions of you just don't get an opportunity like this on the road versus Golden State to be able to get a game one. You know, I let the emotions get the best of me and pretty much played the last three games with a broken hand. So that's, that's what it is. And so uh, that became the story after the game. And people, uh, there were some people that thought it was kind of a bad look you showed up you wanted to use it as excuses he talked about the officials and and uh he you know he's he's almost you know basically broke his hand well you either broke your hand or you didn't okay you're not kind of pregnant you either are or you aren't all right like there's just no so so the idea that he played with a broken hand who knows they'll do some tests and they'll come up with something and if he did play with a broken hand Good for him. He continued to play. Good for him. But I'm not going to sit here and I'm not going to say, man, what a courageous performance by LeBron James. The guy, as he mentioned, was it was a self-inflicted move. He was angry about what happened. He took it out on a board or a wall inside the locker room, and because of that, he hurt his hand. I'm just I'm I'm not going to add this to the lore of LeBron James and him persevering through all sorts of adversity to try and get his team and will his team to a championship. He melted down at the most crucial moment of the season. The most heartbreaking loss of the season, where he could have stepped up and he could have been an example, he melted. Period. And that's that's just the way it is. And so my whole thing on LeBron James is he's a fantastic player. I love watching the guy. He's the best player in the world. Uh, He's one of the two or three best players in the history of the NBA, in my opinion. And I I don't know that there's an athlete that I've enjoyed watching more than LeBron James. He's just a freak. Guy's amazing. But at some point, we've got to start holding him as accountable as we are the pieces around him accountable for what has gone on there in Cleveland. Because all anybody wants to talk about is his teammates and the owner and the head coach and everything that he doesn't have without also telling the other side of the story, which is the reason he doesn't have those things is because of him. This coach he wanted. He has these teammates because he couldn't make it one work with the ones before. 
This organization and this ownership, you knew what you had the first time around. You still chose to 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 go back there again, and then you're surprised it hasn't gotten any better. They've catered to him at every turn. They've accommodated him at every turn, but but the story is, well, he didn't have enough around him. It's shameful. I saw that one. It's shameful what Cleveland's done to LeBron James. <laughs> Which part? Uh, uh, signing all his friends, trading away players, firing coaches. Which part is shameful? All at his request. But it's like everybody's just in a race to kiss his ass, and I'm just not going to do it. Like you, you got to be honest about it. I love watching the guy play. He's fantastic. He's a great human being. I'm just not going to sit here and and be blinded by his superstardom without telling the whole story. I'm not doing it. But one thing that is interesting, and this popped up earlier and didn't get a lot of run, but this happened earlier, and I heard it. And it it made me remember something that stuck with stuck in my mind for some reason. Okay, so Rick Buecher, who's been covering the NBA for a long time, Rick Buecher's a serious XM host as well too. He was on the herd with Colin Cowherd, heard on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates on Friday. And Rick Buecher, this was before Game Four, and he talked about the mindset in Cleveland, and he also talked about the Kyrie Irving element that still exists within the Cavs. The series is not over. I know we on the outside all think it's over, but I can't remember the last. I mean, they're not even faking it right now. We got Kevin Love up there talking about this, you know, oh boy, do we miss Kyrie Irving. We got some anonymous veteran Cavs saying, yeah, if we had Kyrie Irving, yeah. we'd be up 3-0. And I have to tell you, to, for that to me uh speaks volumes about how these guys right now are looking at LeBron James. I've never heard so much conversation. There's only one outlet out there that believes that LeBron James, that Kyrie didn't leave because of LeBron James. Kyrie's not there because of LeBron James. And so to have all of these guys going, you know what? It'd be really different if that guy was here. To me, that is a referendum by the rest of the Cavs right now, or at least who we've heard from about what went down with Kyrie and LeBron. So that was Rick Buecher, Sirius XM, covers the NBA, has been covering the NBA for a long time, on with Colin Cowherd, heard on Fox Sports Radio earlier on Friday. But all we keep hearing about is how Kyrie, he was the problem, Kyrie this, Kyrie that. And when Rick Buecher said that, I remembered something. You ever have it? And you'll, you'll get these things when you grow up and in certain parts of your life to where there's certain moments in your life. And I remember my brothers telling me this when I was real young and it didn't make any sense, but I just kind of had an idea that it was a powerful statement. And I remember them telling me that there are certain moments in your life that you will remember because they will be so vivid in your mind, no matter how old you get. Like it could be a smell could take you back to a place or something, but you'll just have these moments or these memories in your mind that stay with you clearly. And for some reason, those are important moments and you don't know why. And I kind of had one of those after the season opener. Okay. So if we go back to the season opener in the NBA, you had the Cavs and the Celtics, emotional game. Gordon Hayward snaps his leg on national TV, what, five, six minutes into the game. He had two points. It just, there's this shock. 
Uh, players are stunned. Even players on the Cavs are just doubled over in disgust and just heartbreak thinking about their mortality and how that could affect them. And there was just sort of this weird fog over the game. And then as the game started to heat up and get into the later moments, you realize we're still playing a game here. Oh, and by the way, across the floor for the Cavs, they're looking at Kyrie Irving, who's now on their arch rival, the Boston Celtics, and he wanted out, and he wanted away from those guys, and he got traded. You would think that if it's one of those, I want out, I'm gone, I need to be traded, that it's a bleep him, we're going to show him, you want away from us, we want a title together, we were in the finals a year before, and you want away from us, bleep that guy. And I always thought this was strange, and I never, I ne- it just never occurred to me, I never put two and two together, but I just remember watching and going, I wonder how he's going to be how he's going to respond to his former teammates after the game is over. And you know what happened? Every teammate that walked up to him, J.R. Smith, Kevin Love, all the other guys, you know what they did when they saw Kyrie Irving? They had this sad look on their face. And they did these high fives and these handshakes, and they went on and on and on. And it, I, I always thought it was kind of strange. Like, oh, maybe it had something to do with, you know, what happened to Gordon Hayward, and it was just kind of a sad game. And he embraced with LeBron James, and that's the one that got a lot of the headlines because there was no real combativeness or anything like that. But the ones that I noticed most was J.R. Smith and Kevin Love and the other guys because when they embraced Kyrie Irving, there was just this sadness. And it wasn't until Rick Buecher mentioned that on Friday and you start to think, man, Kevin Love is openly in the finals talking about how they'd like to have, it'd be nice to have Kyrie Irving back. And uh, players, other players who didn't want to go on record or talking during the finals, it'd be nice to have Kyrie Irving back. And it wasn't until I heard all that that I remembered seeing what I saw after the season opener and thinking, Jesus, that was the guy they wanted. Like, like maybe this whole time, we thought we got it twisted. We thought it was, hey, wherever LeBron goes, we go. He's our leader. Maybe we got it wrong. Maybe the organization looked at it the wrong way. And I'm not saying you should, you should trade LeBron James over Kyrie Irving. LeBron James is a much better player and always will be a better player than Kyrie Irving. But when you see across the floor a guy who wanted away from you and wanted out... And when you see him after the game, you're sad that he's gone. And you do your handshakes and you're bummed out. And then you're in the finals months and months and months later. And all you can think about is, man, I wish we had Kyrie right now. And you're playing with the best player in the world? To Rick Buecher's point, how is that not a referendum on LeBron James and how he's viewed in the locker room? Like maybe this whole time, we just had it wrong. Maybe we missed it. Maybe we got it wrong this whole time because there's been a common denominator between the Cavs, the first game of the season, and the last game of the season. They were bummed they didn't have Kyrie the first game, and they were openly bummed they didn't have him the last game. Tell me that doesn't seem a little odd to you.
Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We've got great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Coming up next, uh, this may be one of the all-time... I don't know if it's uh, stunts is the right word. Um, I don't know if it's uh, uh, like like fake stories or one of the all-time scams. One of the all-time scams pulled in the NFL. Find out which one it is next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. All right, so we've got an NFL hoax. Coming up here in just a couple of moments. If you go to my Twitter account, at the Jonas Knox, there are a couple of things you need to pay attention to. The first is the poll question. I normally don't do poll questions, um, so very rarely do we do this, but there's a poll question up, at the Jonas Knox, on Twitter. So if you go there, it should be pinned up there at the top. You can see it right if you go to my profile, at the Jonas Knox. And the poll question is, which excuse used by LeBron ball washers was your favorite in the NBA Finals? You've got several options. You've got ownership, teammates, coaching, and officials. All right, so weigh in on that. Get in on the poll question fun. Which excuse used by LeBron ball washers was your favorite in the NBA Finals? So that's where you can find that at the Jonas Knox. Also, if you look just below that on my page, you will see... The best ribs in California. Now, I'm not going to say they're the best ribs out near uh, in, in, in the South. I lived in the South. I worked in the South. I've been to Dreamland Barbecue in Alabama. I know all about it. But my brother makes a damn good rib. I think it's the best rib in California. I'm not just saying that. I brought him in for the guys. Sam smoked his. In fact, Sam, halfway through... His mouth was so full, he just started snorting it like it was uh, cocaine off the desk. <laughs> he is still eating it. Just talking to the mic with your with food in your mouth. Why not? It's fine to eat. How is it, Sam? I had to have Bear Grylls help me out there. It was fantastic, yeah. A good rib, you should be able to strip the meat right off the bone, and uh, it should just sort of fall right off the bone, and that's yeah. exactly what it did. The sauce was great. That was a damn good rib. And Ralph, your thoughts on the rib? Delicious. Uh, Mike Mayer. By the way, Mike Mayer even had part of the rib. He's a diabetic, probably not smart. So if Mike Mayer, uh, if he uh, vaporizes uh, in the in the third hour, we know why. Yep, we know why. But sauce. hey, I take him one for the team. I had to support your brother, and I yeah. had to try what was the best rib in California, and yeah, it was excellent. Good, it was worth it, man. Yeah, they're good, uh, really good. So uh, if you would like ribs, um, you've got to tweet him. You got to harass him. He'll, he'll maybe he'll send you ribs. I don't want to promise it, uh, but maybe he'll send you ribs too. I don't know. All right. So we had a, a fun little hoax, an NFL hoax. <laughs> this is great. By the way, uh, speaking of NFL, we are going to play Guess That Garbage here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up uh, six minutes from now, if you want to play Guess That Garbage, 
877-99 on Fox is the number to call right now. All right. Uh, guess that garbage. We go around the country. It's basic NFL trivia. It's all easy stuff, but for some reason you guys struggle. It's all stories relating to what is going on right now in the NFL, stuff that has happened within the last week, and you guys urinate down your leg every single week on the show. I don't know why. I don't know why you get confused, but if you want your chance to star on national radio, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Guess that garbage coming up uh, about six minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. We had an NFL hoax on Friday. Love hoaxes. Fantastic, man. I mean, it goes like all the way back to the Loch Ness Monster, uh, Bigfoot, all that stuff. I'm big into hoaxes, man. I'm big into people that that fake UFO sightings. Uh, people claim that they see uh, uh, green aliens walking around their rooms uh, when when really it's just um, it's their buddy who uh, who poured uh, ecto cooler down his thighs and was jiggling himself in front of you. Like I love all that stuff. It's I big into hoaxes. I think it's entertaining. I think people that that create hoaxes are losers. Uh, people that 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 catfish other people I think are losers. Um, I, I, but I think it's entertaining. It's really fun to fun to watch. And so the big hoax that came out in the NFL was that the guy who on Reddit apparently broke the Julian Edelman PED suspension or performance enhancing drug suspension, the four game suspension, he apparently broke it the night before on Reddit. He reported that there's another big Patriot story that he's going to be reporting on, and he was going to be releasing the news on Friday night. So people saw that and assumed, man, another big move is coming up in the NFL. So they thought, oh, so what's going on? And then the, hey, Gronk's getting traded rumor came out. And it was, it was the Titans and the 49ers, and you had people corroborating on it and people going back and forth and saying, I don't know, I'm talking to this guy. Uh, you know, I, I had a discussion with one person over here. Uh, you know, we're not really sure. And it just went into chaos mode. Like another huge Patriots move. Like, what's it going to be? You know, is uh, the report? One of the reports was that Tom Brady heard about the trade and said, "If you trade Rob Gronkowski, I'm going to retire." That was one of the reports that was out there. So everybody was waiting to see what this guy on Reddit was going to unleash on Friday night, and then he went to Reddit and said, "The big news on the Patriots is." Nothing at all. I just wanted to see if you guys were going to fall for it. Ha 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 ha. And he went on to say that he actually didn't break the Julian Edelman news. He just guessed. He took a guess that it would be uh, Julian Edelman getting a PED suspension. So there it is. So if you're into NFL hoaxes, if you're into uh, Rob Gronkowski getting traded, there it is. There's your I saw a UFO. Um, I was abducted by aliens. Uh, Bigfoot rattled my tent. Uh, when when the fact of the matter is uh, Bigfoot... Uh, uh, her name is Rebecca. You met her at a Circle K at two thirty in the morning. Okay, like that's let's just call it what it is. Uh, by the way, it would it would be appropriate though if they were gonna trade Rob Gronkowski. This is the date to do it, right? Six nine. See what I did there? It's a date to do it, man. If you're gonna trade him, it's got to happen today. Uh, all right. So again, guess that garbage coming up uh, less than five minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. 
as, as critical as I am of LeBron James and how he's handled the past 12 months in Cleveland and just the whole shaking of, of hands and then claiming he's got a broken hand afterwards and all that stuff and he's you know picking up his purse, but oh, he's, his hand, he's probably broken and all, all the other drama that comes with LeBron James. I will say this. The people out there busting his balls because he didn't shake the Warriors' hands when the game ended, stop. First of all, when he left the game, he made it a point to go over and congratulate every one of those guys. He did it. All right. He didn't need to stick around and do it more so that you could see it in clear sight because that's what you're used to. He didn't need to do it more. So just stop. All right. Even as critical as I've been on the show so far of LeBron James, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, like that. Now we're just now we're going above and beyond nitpicking what LeBron James is doing in his behavior. And I just. I'm never critical or overly critical of these guys, and I don't blame them for their frustration at the end of games, especially heartbreaking games, especially championship games in which they lose. It's why I didn't pile on Cam Newton the other night or the other year when they lost the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, Carolina, and everybody ripped Cam Newton because he was being unprofessional, because he wasn't being mature in how he handled the post game press conference. Man, the guy just lost the biggest game of his life. He's answering questions about losing the biggest game of his life. And in the background, you've got players celebrating and talking trash in the other locker room. How many of us would handle that the right way? I mean, if somebody cuts us off on the freeway, we're driving 95 trying to catch up to him. So we can get in front of them and throw our windshield wipers on so it splashes all over them, which is a brilliant trick. So the idea that that these guys need to behave a certain way after a heartbreaking moment, come on. How many times how many times a day does somebody do something that frustrates you and you act inappropriately? All the time. You ever been in line in the supermarket and the person in front of you who's at the front is paying with cash? or digging around their purse to find change so that they can pay for it, and you start getting all frustrated and you start getting all flustered because you got somewhere to be, how do you think they feel? They're having to dig for change in their purse to pay for groceries, and you're complaining because you can't buy your hair gel so you can get back home and start pre-partying. Like, come on, man. Like, like we all, every day we do something out in the open and we behave in a way every time we feel like somebody's bothering us or somebody's, uh, something didn't go our way and we don't handle it the right way. So when these guys don't want to talk to the media, even though I'm a member of the media, it doesn't bother me. I don't care. If these guys get flustered at members of the media, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. You get pissed off. You just lost the most important game of your life. LeBron James made it a point when he exited the game to shake everybody's hands. This idea that he needed to go back and do it again, that's over the top. All right? Even as critical as I've been, that is way over the top. All right? Give the guy a break. He just lost another heartbreaking game. He's dealing with all sorts of stuff in his head. He's trying to just get out of there and forget all about this season. He shook everybody's hand. He didn't need to go back and do it again so that he could show sportsmanship for you because you're used to seeing it at the end of games. That's ridiculous. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, the phone number. Uh, We are going to play Guess That Garbage coming up next. It is a fascinating game. For some reason, you guys are terrible at it. 
you are terrible at this game, and I do not know why. Find out what all the fuss is about. That is coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Ralph Urban. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And we begin by looking at that NBA Finals and how it's come and gone with a 108-85 Game 4 domination by Golden State. They win back-to-back titles. Kevin Durant named the Finals MVP. He had a triple-double, 20 points, 12 rebounds, and 10 assists. Whether it's the opponents, whether it's different coaches scheming for us, whether it's fans and media that hate us, it's, uh, it's just, it feels good when you're the team that everybody's gunning for. It makes us better. It makes us come to work, try to play at that championships level every single day and that's the hardest part glad we was able to lock in especially in the playoffs and do what we're supposed to do to win this thing online car shopping can be confusing not anymore with true price from true car now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car so visit true car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience on the baseball scoreboards yasmani grandal a pair of home runs the dodgers 7-3 winners over atlanta chris davis also had two home runs for oakland they beat Kansas City 7-2. The Angels doubled up Minnesota 4-2. Seattle leads the AL West with a 4-3 win at Tampa Bay. Houston's a game back. They were 7-3 winners at Texas. Justin Verlander getting his eighth win of the season. And Jonas, Paul Goldschmidt had a pair of home runs. Arizona leads the NL West. They beat Colorado 9-4. Now back to you and whether or not they're going to guess that garbage. Thanks, Ralph. Uh, Jonas Knox coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So um, we do something on this show every week on this show where we go around the country and we test just how big of NFL fans are you guys. Right? How big of sports fans are you really? Because there's a lot of news that makes the wire and a lot of news that comes out throughout the course of the week. And so we ask these basic trivia questions, these basic NFL questions, and for some reason, you guys struggle on the big stage. And I don't know if it's nerves or stage fright or whatever, but uh, without further ado, it's time. Oh, my God. What the hell is that smell? These two teams flat out stink. Stinks. It always has stunk. He stinks. This stinks. He stunk. Welcome to the party, baby. How's that? It's Guess That Garbage. Yeah, it's every week at this time we play Guess That Garbage here on Fox Sports Radio, where we go around the country, sometimes around the world, to find out who wants in, who's got the balls. Figuratively speaking, I mean, if you're a, a female, you can play too. We're welcome to anybody here on Fox Sports Radio. But who's got the guts to step up and see if they know their basic NFL trivia? So with that, we are going to get things started. We're going to go to Kentucky, where Daniel is listening on Fox Sports Radio. Daniel, what's happening? How's it going, man? Uh, same old. What do you got going on? Uh, not much. Just uh, just finished studying, drinking a couple beers. Nice. Uh, what's the so you you finished studying? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. So now, what's the post-study beer of choice? Uh, right now, Stella. Oof. I'm not. You know what, man? I'm torn on Stella. Sometimes, sometimes on draft, it's good, and then some. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the glass or maybe the tap that I'm drinking it from. But I'm really torn on Stella. I don't know whether or not I like it. So it's weird. Just not sure. Yeah. I don't think you can go wrong on it, man. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, good for you. I mean, it's very, uh, listen, I, w- I was expecting you were going to say something like Keystone Light or Yingling or something like that, but uh, but Estella, it's a, it's a, it's a li- on the fancier side of things, I would say. 
Yep, yep, not bad. Uh, this is the time where we, when we mention beer, we've got to go over to the alcoholic of the show here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let's go to Iowa, Sam. Sam, most Stellas you've drank in one night? Uh, probably a six-pack. Uh, I dig Stella. I mean, it's kind of like the... That's the, a lie. You just lied. You drink more than a six-pack Maybe. Maybe a 12-pack. I don't remember. <laughs> I, you know. But uh, it's like Europe's... Uh, it's like Europe's... Budweiser, but I'd say maybe it's like a little yeah, a little, a little more high but, class. But it's more widespread in Europe. Yeah. Like people ever drink Stella. So all right, so we've got Daniel drinking a Stella here on Fox Sports Radio. Daniel, uh, you were familiar with Terrell Owens. Uh, he's not attending the Hall of Fame ceremony as of right now. Decided not to attend. You heard all that news? Yeah, I've, I've heard of him before. Yeah, yeah. So let me ask you this: Who was the last team Terrell Owens caught a pass for in the NFL? He caught a pass for. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was on Dallas. Uh, did he go to the Ravens? Well, what's your guess? In fact, you know, I'll, I'll help you out with this because you've been studying. You're having a couple of Stellas. It's not far from Kentucky. Oh, it was Cincinnati. Yeah, there he is, baby. There it is. Yeah, the Cincinnati Bengals is the correct answer. That is it. Yeah, there a little I mean look, a little bit of an assist, but why not? He's a hard working man. He's studying, he's listening to the show, he's drinking a couple of beers. Why not? We'll give one of those a show. The rest of you, I'm gonna just break your balls here on the air. I mean, I'm not I'm gonna be I'm gonna be brutal. It's gonna be a hellacious beating I'm gonna give you here on the air. If I'm I'm not giving any way, any guesses, any hints, nothing. Jeremiah, Minnesota, Fox Sports Radio, what's going on? Hey, not much, man. Just driving home from work. Now, where do you work, Jeremiah? I work for a food service company, Reinhardt Food Service. All right. Um, so what do you, now, is it like catering, or what, what is it? Uh, no, we deliver to like Subway, Burger King, gotcha. your mom and pop store, Dairy Queen. So now let me think about this. So it's 3.30 in the morning in Minnesota. So do you work Do you work later on today? Uh, no, I'm, I'm off on Saturday. Okay. All right, so I, this is what I'm figuring. How far away are you from home right now? How uh, about... 15 minutes. All right, so let's work this math out together. All right, so you're going to get home, and you're probably going to get to bed at around 4.30 your time, I'm going to say. Is that a fair guess? Mm, yeah, probably a little later. I'll probably have a couple blood lights. Okay, yeah, so it's something to wind down, right? So you wake up, you wake up, uh, so you go to bed around 5 a.m. I'm going to say you wake Correct. up, you wake up. I got a four-digit rule. If you see four digits on the clock when you wake up, you're lazy. So I would set the alarm. I'd set the alarm for nine fifty nine. All right, and then when you get up at nine fifty nine, the first thing you do, bloody Mary, straight to the dome, suck that bad boy back, and get the day started, man. We got horse racing. We got a UFC event. No more NBA. There's all sorts of fun stuff going on on a Saturday. How's that? Uh, it's uh, the Belmont Stakes. I like. I like watching the the horses run. All right. Well, uh, speaking of horses, you saw the uh, Julian Edelman news. I did hear. Yeah, yeah. So four game suspension. He's appealing it. Uh, here's the question for you. All right, it's multiple choice. I want you to listen to all the options before you take a guess. Who is the only Patriots player with multiple hundred catch seasons in team history? All right. So this is the only player in the history of the franchise who has more than one one hundred catch season in team history. Here are your options. Was it Julian Edelman? Wes Welker, Rob Gronkowski, Randy Moss, or Randy Orton? I'm going to have to go with Wes Welker. 
That is correct. Good for you. Yes. That is correct. Wes Welker, five times he had more than 100 catches in a season for the New England Patriots. You guys are 2-0. You're kicking ass right now here on Fox Sports Radio. Let's go to Ohio. Walter is listening in Ohio here on FSR. Walter, what's happening, man? Not much. How you doing? Good, man. What's happening with you? Oh, no, I'm just getting up for work. Uh, where do you work, man? Work a personal trainer at a gym. Oh, so a late night workout for somebody, huh? Yeah, early one in the morning. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> here, you know, like people think I'm nuts with this. They don't think it's possible. Or what do you think about fasted workouts? I'm big into. I love it. I I don't mind them. I mean, you just. You just got to do what you have to do. Yeah, you, know? you, you burn more fat. <laughs> you burn more exactly. fat. Uh, you've got nothing in your stomach. Uh, I, yeah, I go. I usually don't eat like the, for twelve hours before I work out or something like that. Ah, I just, that's not the greatest. Uh, I, I just, I, I feel. I, it just, I think it just depends on the person. I just feel. I feel like it. I get more done. I don't know what it is, but uh, I but agree so, with it. So we've got a uh, Walter in Ohio listening on Fox Sports Radio. So, so Walter, uh, former NFL tight end Kellen Winslow Jr. was arrested on suspicion of burglary. Uh, but don't worry, it was in a nice part of town. Uh, Yay. Uh, the mobile home park. That's where he was. Huh? Sus- suspicion of burglary. Uh, so right. let me ask you this. Which team was Kellen Winslow Jr. playing for when he made his only Pro Bowl in the NFL? Hmm. Uh, I'll guess the Cleveland Browns. That is correct. Good for you. That was... He just, when he put, that was a complete guess. You guys are three. This is unbelievable what is happening here on Fox Sports Radio. You guys are unbelievably on fire here on FSR. Uh, let's let's keep going. We go to John in Minnesota listening on Fox Sports Radio. John, what's happening? Man, I don't know what's up. Uh, what do you got going on, man? I'm driving to the casino. Oh, good. good. I mean, listen, it's, uh, it's fun for the family. Uh, it's fun for everybody. It's also, I mean, at uh, 3.40 in the morning, it's always a, a good time at the casino. Uh, they serve booze, They serve booze there? Yeah, but only till 2. Oh, so you can't even... Oh, so now what do you do? You uh, you, you go to the, the like a 7-Eleven and you uh, pound like 3.40s and then walk in there with a little buzz? Uh, no, I'm going down there to play poker, get all the drunks, you know, hung over. Oh, you're hustling. Good for you. That's yeah. that's good. That's always it's, it always seems like that turns out really really well for the person who hustles a uh, drunk out of money. So uh, so uh, thoughts and prayers with John in Minnesota who's on, embarking on a trip to go do that. Now before you go, uh, we were just talking about the Cleveland Browns. You know the Browns gave running back Duke Johnson a contract extension this week. So uh, I got a true okay. a true or false question for you here, John. Duke Johnson, true or false? Duke Johnson has more receptions than rushing attempts in his career. I would say yes. True. That is incorrect. No, that is incorrect. That's actually false. Yeah, I tried to trick you there. That's actually false. Uh, he's, a, I mean, he's a better receiver than a runner, but he does have more rushing attempts than he does receptions. So, uh, so there goes the uh, perfect score. Uh, lastly, we go to Scott, who's in Indianapolis listening on Fox Sports Radio. Scott, what's happening? Hey, how you doing tonight, Jonas? Uh, hanging out, man. Uh, all right, so this is my question for you. All right, you are the last one here. You can if, uh, you can bring the team total to four and one if you get this correct. So no pressure. Good, eighty percent. Right, yeah, go. go. All right, so you know, so Richie Incognito had that run in at the gym where he, you know, people are like, uh, he's like saying he's he's working for the government and all that stuff. So Richie Incognito apparently has said that he's back home, he appreciates everybody, he's working out, he wants to try and play again. So here's my question for you. 
Which NFL team, this is multiple choice, which NFL team drafted Richie Incognito? Here are your options, all right? The Rams. Okay, well, can I give you the options first? Okay, okay. All right, see, because I'm saving you here. No. I'm saving you here, all right? Here are your options. Was it the Miami Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, the St. Louis Rams, the San Diego Chargers, or the San Diego Chargers security guard caught groping himself on video? There was a San Diego Chargers security card, uh, guard caught groping himself <laughs> yes. on video. Yes. Wow. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you can Google uh, that when we're done here. Looks, looks okay, really gonna similar to, go, to Iowa Sam. I'm going to have to go with, uh, I know he came out of Nebraska, and he was drafted by the St. Louis Rams. There it is. Very good. Right, well done. There it is. Scott in, uh, in Indianapolis is on the board. Yes, that is correct. Although we should give him a, a wrong answer for not knowing that a, a security guard for the Chargers uh, was uh, playing pocket pool. And got caught on video while working a game a couple years ago. You find this man. <laughs> yeah, man, when you do find this man, tell him to take his hands out of his pockets. You find this man. It's like he's at batting practice. Oh. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, um, you are going to hear two people go berserk over what happened in Cleveland on Friday night. They absolutely lose their minds. They are celebrities. You have heard of them. They lose it. You'll hear that next year on FSR. What's all this stuff? Trash. Garbage. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. So it's it's funny when you go on, because there's so few people that, that were speaking honestly about LeBron James. But, like, it's one thing if you're speaking out against LeBron James, you're just being unfair. Like, like, if you're criticizing him because of the handshake and all the other stuff, and you're just being totally unfair and you're not being reasonable with your discussions, then you get exposed. You just, you have an agenda. But then there's other people that are speaking out and just calling it what it is. Like, the Cavs are in this situation in large part because of things that he has done, things that he has demanded within that organization. And so it's, but it's tough to spot those guys. But when you do hear him or, or those women, when you do hear him or see him on social media, I just get a kick out of it. I think it's funny. And so the LeBron fanboys were mad at me earlier because I, I said, look, uh, this guy, is, he's as responsible as anybody for where the Cavs are. I think he's a great player. He's awesome, but you got to call it what it is. Rob Parker, Fox Sports Radio host, sent the following tweet. Uh, on Friday night after the game was over. This is from Rob Parker. <laughs> I love Rob. It's so quiet in Cleveland right now that you can hear a mouse urinate on LeBron's moving truck keys. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, it's so good. Um, but is it as good as this? All right, so Michael Rappaport, you know Michael Rappaport, uh, actor, uh, comedian, uh, has been a guest on Fox Sports Radio numerous times. He's not a LeBron guy, not a big fan of LeBron James. So Michael Rappaport, a year ago, sent a video on Instagram with Rasheed Wallace, okay, in the background as a message to LeBron James. And so, of course, because as Michael Rappaport quoted as saying it aged so well Michael Rappaport brought out this gem from the archives after the sweep was final and the Cavs had lost this is Michael Rappaport a year ago 
and redialing it up a year later for LeBron James. Now you take your big three and you stuff it right the up your ass, you big three. You ruined the NBA, you mother. You ruined the NBA, you. Yeah, you're yeah. yeah, she Philly's in the house. <laughs> it's just Rasheed Wallace in the background. Oh my god. <gasps> People have lost their minds, man. And plus it was a Friday night, so everybody had a couple of cocktails. I mean, I didn't, because I'm a professional. But everybody else had a couple of cocktails while they're watching the game. That was a disaster for LeBron on Friday. God, it's just one of those annoying little occurrences that happens to all of us all the time. I will explain. It took place in sports. It has happened again. I'll explain what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to this show as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates, all 300-plus of our Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are listening right now, anywhere in the world, we appreciate you doing so. We come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. So the NBA season is over. It is a wrap. The Golden State Warriors, a four-game sweep of the Cleveland Cavaliers. And... um. I noticed something that was, ha- and I, I kind of knew it was going to happen this way. I kind of had this feeling it was going to go down this way. And maybe that's why it irritates me even more. Just sort of how we were going to look back on these finals. And I could just already see the planting of the seeds throughout the course of the playoffs. And I think I might even mention this uh, a few weeks ago on the show. Um, I, everybody's, and I've talked about this before, to where everybody's got that one piece of furniture in their house that they, keep, they always bump their knee on or they always stub their toe on. Like there's that one piece of furniture in the house. Um, here at Fox, in the other studio, at the production chair, there's this corner that comes down at an angle. And so when you scoot your chair in, you bang your knee on the corner. Now, I don't know if it's, if it's because I've dislocated my kneecap before and so it's very sensitive or whatever. But every time I bang my knee on that thing, I'd rather be in the electric chair. I it, it Like, there's a shock that goes through my body. And it, what bothers me more than maybe even the initial pain and just the physical pain is the fact that I know it's there and I can't stop doing it. So it's like that piece of furniture in your house that you bang your elbow on or you bumped your knee into or your shin or whatever. It's just, it's annoying because you know it's there. You should be able to stop it and you just can't. You can't do it. And so that frustrates you. And so I knew something was going to come out after these NBA finals. I knew something was going to happen. I just knew it. I could see it. I could sense it from a mile away and I couldn't do anything to stop it. And it was the spin job, the spin job by members of the media on what happened in Cleveland, the spin job, members of the media talking about what happened in Cleveland. This is why it went down the way that it did. And I knew it was going to happen. And I'm frustrated because I saw it from a mile away. I could see the planting of the seeds early on. And I knew that when it was all said and done, the narrative was going to turn into 
Well, what do you expect? He doesn't have a lot around him. Dysfunctional team, dysfunctional owner, teammates who uh, don't know uh, score and situation, uh, teammates who didn't call a timeout, get a rebound and bring the ball back. I mean, uh, Kyrie Irving left. All this. Uh, I mean, what do you expect from LeBron James? Can't do it alone. He carried this team to where they are. You're right. He carried this team to where they are. He dragged them up the stairs himself and got them to where they are. You are right. Uh, You are also correct if you state that he's the one who knocked them down those stairs as well, too. The reason he had to drag them up the stairs is because he's the guy who threw them down there. But the media and the LeBron fans out there don't want to have that discussion. They just want to pinpoint all the flaws within the organization. Uh, They want to talk about everything that the organization didn't do for LeBron James. And ignoring all the stuff that they did do for LeBron James. Signing players, re-signing players that he wanted there. Trading away young players so they could bring in other players that he had to have. Firing a head coach and hiring the guy he wanted. That's all on LeBron. That's him. He wanted all of that. So if you're going to blame or credit, if you're going to credit him for dragging that group to where they are, then you need to also criticize him for having that group to begin with. That's on him. And it's 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 a crazy, crazy phenomenon because nobody nobody wants to hold him accountable for it. Like we're all held accountable for everything, all of us. Like if and I've said this before. If a, if a restaurant is booming, one year in, that restaurant's kicking ass. Guess who gets all the credit? The owner of the restaurant. It's his restaurant. They're kicking ass, doing well. If that restaurant shuts down a year later because business failed, guess who deserves to get criticized? The owner, because it's his restaurant. So then why does that same rule not apply to LeBron James? He's the de facto GM there. This is the roster he had to have. Dan Gilbert had to make all these concessions for LeBron James in order for him to go there, and here they are. And here they are. So why all of a sudden now is LeBron James just absolved of any fault in where they're at in this situation? The moves they've made have been to accommodate him because he wanted to be the guy there, and here they are. I just don't understand how this works. Now, the latest controversy that came out of the NBA Finals was LeBron James showed up after Game 4 with a soft cast on his hand. And uh, so he shows up after Game 4. He's talking with members of the media. They're wondering what's going on with the the cast. Why is he wearing that on his hand? Uh, Here's what LeBron had to say. What happened? Uh, Self-inflicted post-game after Game 1. Very emotional. For a lot of different reasons, understanding how important a game one is on the road for our ball club, what would that done for us? Um, the way we played, the calls that was made throughout the course of that game, and I had emotions on, you know, the game was taken away from us. I had emotions of you just don't get an opportunity like this on the road versus Golden State to be able to get a game one. You know, I let the emotions get the best of me and pretty much played the last three games with a broken hand. So yeah. that's, that's what it is. <laughs> just uh just incredible perseverance, man. The fact that he was able, like, and if, you know, let's just go ab- above and beyond all that. Um, 
Like, let's, uh, do we have any sad music we can play? Like any, uh, any, just like, just something that, that would really set the mood because I think we've really got to, to pinpoint LeBron's, uh, accomplishments here. Um, just the sad things that LeBron had to do with that, uh, possible broken hand. Uh, he thinks it's a broken hand. Uh, he played three more games with that broken hand. He picked up a purse in a uh, post-game press conference with that broken hand. He shook hands with everybody following game four, before game four, um, game two, game three, with that broken hand. He played and practiced and was in pregame, all with that broken hand. And more importantly than all that, he was able to drive to the arena four times with that broken hand. You know what that tells me about LeBron James? That he probably didn't have a broken hand. That's what that tells me about LeBron James. Uh, I this is I I don't know if there's been a bigger story made about a a potential fake hand injury, this one or Roy Munson on Kingpin. Like all of a sudden, all of a sudden, uh, uh, LeBron James's rubber hand just ended up down the floor attached to a bowling ball. Like I'm surprised. I'm surprised LeBron. Uh, like after the game. I'm surprised after the game, uh, LeBron uh, was signing an autograph and some woman said, what are we going to do with a rubber hand? Like, what is going on here, man? Like, it's just, there's no accountability. There's no accountability whatsoever. Everything is, and what did he say after the after the game where he talked about, well, you know, it was self-inflicted. Uh, you know, it's just it's self-inflicted. Yeah, uh, that's the point. Like, that is so symbolic to what this season is. Is self-inflicted. Like, you're in the position you are because of a move that he's made. And and I don't know why people are struggling being able to accept that. I, I don't know why that's a struggle. It's weird because when Kobe Bryant signed that big two-year, $48 million contract that was an albatross to the, to the team that basically eliminated them from playoff contention that they're still trying to get out from under... Kobe Bryant, after he signed that contract, all we heard about was, man, what a bad contract. That's a guy not thinking about winning. That's a guy just trying to do another cash grab, man. I mean, look look at the position he put that team in, the position he put the Lakers in. LeBron has all these moves made. Players are traded away. Coaches are fired. And it's all like, well, yeah, listen, but, but yeah, they didn't do enough for him. No, nah, Cleveland didn't do enough for him. Do you hear what Kobe Bryant said? Kobe Bryant went on social media when LeBron James talked about how they just, you know, they don't have a lot around them and they don't have enough talent there and all that. And Kobe Bryant came out, and I actually agree 100% with Kobe Bryant. And, and Charles Barkley and the guys even commented on this on the NBA TV postgame show where Kobe Bryant came out and said, I don't buy this whole thing that he's got trash around him. I, I, don't, I, I just I don't understand this. Like all of a sudden, now LeBron James has trash around him. 
Now all of a sudden, the guys around LeBron James, they're not good enough. And I 100% agree with Kobe Bryant. I think he's spot on. Like, all of a sudden, now the narrative is, well, he just doesn't have a lot around him. This is the quote from Kobe Bryant. Quote, it seems like he has some good talent to me. He's got Kyle Korver, who's a great shooter. J.R. Smith, who has always been a solid player. We focus on his one mistake, and that tends to overshadow all the things he's done to help them win a championship before. You've got Kevin Love, who is an all-star and an Olympian. Rodney Hood, who was a 17-point scorer in the Western Conference. You've got Tristan Thompson, who is back to playing like he played a few years ago. He's got some workable pieces there. I don't understand how, in order to talk about how great LeBron is, we need to bleep on everybody else. That's not okay. Those guys have talent. I don't buy this whole thing that he's playing with a bunch of garbage. Bingo, spot on. That's Kobe Bryant. He's 100% right. And if you are going to say, nah, 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 that's just Kobe Bryant trying to to showcase all the things he's done because he's got more titles. No, LeBron's playing with crap. Okay, well, then we can play this game too. LeBron's playing with crap. Why is there crap there then? Because LeBron wanted it there. He's responsible for a lot of that. 877-99 on Fox. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 877-996-6369. And you can get me on Twitter at Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Want to let you know we are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, Coming up next... We've got a possible, I don't know if this is a conspiracy theory, but I was thinking about something, right? A major move in sports, and I think I know why it happened. That's coming up next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We are going to have uh, another edition of The Scraps coming up less than 10 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, we also have a poll question up. If you go to at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, that's at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. The poll question is on fire. Which excuse used by LeBron ball washers was your favorite in the NBA finals? All right. So, uh, we've got four options up there. Go to at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. That is at the Jonas Knox. Which excuse used by LeBron ball washers was your favorite in the NBA finals? So that'll be uh, that'll be good stuff. Uh, so we'll uh, you can go uh, weigh in on that. I don't know how long it's going to go for. I think it, it's probably another day left on that. So make sure you get it in though. Uh, so we'll check the results uh, when it's all said and done. Um, one of the narratives out there is uh, so what went down with Kyrie Irving, and so <clears throat> I was talking about this just earlier that. The idea that no, he doesn't have his teammates around him, and we've—I we, think we've all had this wrong. This whole Kyrie Irving thing—I wonder—I I just have this feeling that we got it wrong because I think we assume that Kyrie wanted out. No, Kyrie just wanted to be the star. He wanted to be the guy in the team, and and this team goes as LeBron goes. And while I do acknowledge that LeBron James is a better player than Kyrie Irving, and he's fantastic, I remember and I remember this after it happened. Because it just seemed odd to me. The season opener, the Celtics and the Cavs, if you remember where we were in that time, back in October, the season opener, Kyrie Irving had just left 
the Cavs, demanded a trade, wanted away from that team. And so you would think that those guys would be pissed off about it. Oh, so you wanted away from us. We went to an NBA champ. We won an NBA championship together. We went to another finals together. We were in the finals three years in a row. We won one together. We were in the finals again the year before, but you won away from us. And then lo and behold, season opener, and it's Kyrie Irving on the arch rival, the Boston Celtics, going back to Cleveland to play his former team. And if you remember in that game early on, Gordon Hayward snaps his leg. And there's this weird feeling in the game afterwards. Players are distraught. They're shocked. They're sad. They're just just thrown off by what they just saw, just in shock. And what I thought was most telling, and I didn't even think why it was most telling until something that happened on Friday. But after the game, Kyrie Irving went up to... LeBron James, he and LeBron shook hands, whatever, and and they hugged and embraced. And I was like, oh, okay, that was the one everybody paid attention to. How's LeBron and Kyrie? Clearly, they don't have a good relationship. How are those guys going to interact? And they embraced or whatever. The ones that I paid closest attention to were his embraces with J.R. Smith, with Kevin Love. And I just remember seeing the looks on those guys' face, Kevin Love, J.R. Smith, and they were just sad. They were bummed out that he was on the other team and that he wasn't their teammate anymore. And I thought that was really telling because that guy left you. He wanted out. He didn't want to play with you anymore. So why are you sad? If anything, it would be I'm resentful of him no longer wanting to be a part of what we did together as a team. I mean, you remember the Ray Allen Boston Celtic? situation the drama surrounding that those guys still haven't gotten over it similar situation won a title together but ray allen wanted to go do something else wanted to go play for somebody else and go pursue titles somewhere else he thought he had a better chance at winning and he was right but still to this day those guys don't let ray allen forget the fact that he burned them to go to their arch rival and here's kyrie irving Similar situation, who wanted out of Cleveland, and I just thought it was so odd that after the game, it, Kevin Love and J.R. Smith looked sad. They looked bummed out that he was gone. They looked disappointed. They shook his hand and they embraced him like, damn, man, I can't believe you're gone. We, you know, we really miss you. I can't believe it. And so I remembered thinking that at the time, but you know, the season's long and there's so many other things going on. It's the middle of football season. I had forgotten about it. And then Rick Buecher... Sirius XM NBA host, been covering the NBA for a long time, appeared on the Herd with Colin Cowherd on Friday, and this was before Game 4. Listen to what Rick Buecher had to say. The series is not over. I know we on the outside all think it's over, but I can't remember the last. I mean, they're not even faking it right now. We got Kevin Love up there talking about this, you know, oh boy, do we miss Kyrie Irving. We got some anonymous veteran Cavs saying, yeah, if we had Kyrie Irving, yeah. we'd be up 3-0. And I have to tell you, to, for, that to me uh, speaks volumes about how these guys right now are looking at LeBron James. I've never heard so much conversation. There's only one outlet out there that believes that LeBron James, that Kyrie didn't leave because of LeBron James. Kyrie's not there because of LeBron James. And so to have all of these guys going, you know what? 
be really different if that guy was here. To me, that is a referendum by the rest of the Cavs right now, or at least who we've heard from about what went down with Kyrie and LeBron. I'm telling you, man, that was again, that was Rick Buecher on the herd with Colin Cowherd on Friday, Sirius XM NBA host. I'm telling you, man, there's something to it. What did J.R. Smith say? What did Rodney Hood say during these playoffs? There's a different kind of pressure when you're playing with LeBron James. They were kind of dismissed as, well, you're J.R. Smith and you're Rodney Hood. Yeah, deal with the pressure. Yeah, of course. Of course you're going to get some of the criticism if you guys lose. But I think if you actually look deeper into that, it was a couple of guys saying, yeah, it's just a lot of drama here, man. A lot of drama. You know, there's a lot of drama here with this. And I've always thought that was part of the reason why Kyrie Irving wanted out. He just didn't want to be around the drama anymore. There was always something. There was always something going on. Always a spectacle. Always a passive-aggressive post. Always something when it came to LeBron James. And for as great as he is, and I can't, I can't say this enough because I don't want this to seem like it's a three-hour rip job on LeBron James after he loses. He's fantastic. He's one of the best I've ever seen. I love watching the guy play, and he seems like a really good dude. But he loves his drama. He's always open-minded to it. It's always around him. There's always a circus, and it wears guys out. And so when Rick Buecher says that, he brings up a good point. Like, think about where we are. In two critical moments in the Cavs season, there's a common denominator. right? Just think about it like this. Two critical moments in the Cavs season. The beginning and the end. In the beginning, those guys were really, really sad about not having Kyrie Irving. Maybe not LeBron, but the other guys, the others on that team. They were really sad about not having Kyrie Irving. You could see it on their faces. You could see it when they embraced him after the game was over. That was the beginning. And then in the end, what were those guys doing? still talking about how much they miss Kyrie Irving. Like, that's not coincidental. That's not just, you know, uh, that's just, eh, eh, whatever, it's just emotions or talking. No, no, no. Like, there's something to that. And it just makes me wonder what the dynamic of that locker room was really like. Because the more you take a step back and you factor in what Rick Buecher had to say and you look at sort of the situation and some of the comments from players on that team, it makes you wonder... If maybe Cavs players, at least relationship-wise, feel like they got rid of the wrong guy. Basketball-wise, absolutely they got rid of the right guy. LeBron's a better player. But relationship-wise, leader-wise, it makes you wonder if they got rid of the wrong guy. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. I uh, want to let you know we are brought to you by Granger, the products and services you need when you need them. Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, it is one of the hottest game shows in all the land. In fact, I don't even know if we can call it a game show. It's turned into a little bit of a game show, but the reason it's so good is because the guy who does it can't keep it together while doing the segment. All right, so if you want to know what that is, stick around. It is the scraps. All right, find out what we're doing next here on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And of course, the big news coming out of Friday was the Golden State Warriors winning back to back NBA titles. 
completing a four-game sweep of the Cleveland Cavaliers, 108-85. Steph Curry leading all scorers with 37 points. Kevin Durant, he was named the series' most valuable player. He had a triple-double, 20 points. 12 rebounds, 10 assists. Here's Warriors head coach Steve Kerr. I remember sitting in this room three years ago. It seemed like a dream. And um, this feels more like reality. And I hope that doesn't sound arrogant. It's just, you know, that's the talent we have. And that's the experience we've gained. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. On the Major League Baseball Diamonds, Arizona sits atop the National League West. They were 9-4 winners over Colorado. Paul Goldschmidt with a pair of home runs. He drove in three. The Dodgers trying to get back into it. They were 7-3 winners over Atlanta. Atlanta does sit atop the National League East alongside Washington, who fell to San Francisco 9-5. And Milwaukee is in first place in the National League Central. They were 12-4 over Philadelphia. We'll have a little bit more from the NBA, but that'll be coming up in the scraps. Thanks, Ralph. Jonas Knox coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Um, So we do this every week on the show. It's where we talk about some stuff maybe we've missed on the show. There's a lot going on, but we only have three hours. So there are some things that we miss on the show. Unfortunately for the guy who hosts this segment, Ralph Urban, um, this is usually where he goes from professional to a teenager because he can't keep it together. It's something called this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And for that, we turn it over to the man himself, Ralph Irvin, for the latest. Ralph, what the hell have we missed so far on the show? Well, you know, the NBA season has now come to an end. Thank Christ. And that means the NBA slinks away into oblivion for all of 12 days. That'll be until the NBA draft happens again just 12 days from now. Or, uh, as Mike Tyson says, uh, fades into Bolivia. That, too. Uh, Phoenix is going to have the number one pick in the NBA draft. They're expected to fade into Bolivia. Sorry, Ralph. No worries. They're expected to uh, select DeAndre Ayton from Arizona with the top pick. Well, Marvin Bagley not having it. The former Duke star had a chance to show off in a workout for the Suns on Friday. Says, I definitely believe I'm the number one pick, and if the Suns take me, I'll show them why. This is after DeAndre Ayton had his workout on Wednesday and just simply said, I know I'm going number one. Uh, Look, I know that... um... The NBA is really trying to close the gap with the NFL. And I get it. Like, they're really trying to close the gap. Maybe it's just me, but I I don't really get all that excited for the NBA draft. I mean, it's cool. It, it's it's neat to see some of But, like, you know when they lose me in the draft? It's like the second or third pick, and you know that uh, it's a foreign player that's been taken because Fran Fischilla is brought in to give the analysis. And he's like the the go-to foreign player insider. And once they start giving out players from, like, Lithuania that I've never heard of in my life, I go, all right, is Jersey Shore on? Can I just walk Jersey Shore and just skip this? Well, I thought you were going to say it's the point where guys get drafted and by the end of the night they're not on that team. Yeah, that too. It just, it's, I don't know. I mean, I like the pace of it. It's fast, it goes, all that, but it's just... Uh, I just I can't get in. It's not like the NFL draft. The NFL draft feels like a spectacle. The NBA draft sort of feels rushed, and it just 
I, I don't like we don't know who a lot of these guys are because they don't spend a lot of time in college or they're from overseas. Just I don't know. I'm not not the biggest fan of it. I mean, I'll watch it. I mean, it beats watching baseball, but you know, I can't disagree with any of that. Uh, what else we got, Ron? Well, you know, the 2018 World Cup kicks off next Thursday in yes. Russia. Love the, the World Cup. The uh, host country will be facing off against Saudi Arabia in the opener. That game will be played in Moscow. The schedule will follow with three games next Friday, four on Saturday the 16th, and then three games on Sunday the 17th. All of those matches, all the matches for the tournament, which will last just about a month, will be on Fox and FS1. Oh, man, I can't wait. You got a team in the uh, World wait. Cup, Ralph? No. I do. Because my country failed to, to deliver and put a team in Russia. Hey, viva la raza, baby. Come to Mexico. My, my my country, man. Come to Mexico. I'm not Mexican, but the in-laws are, so there it is. Um, you boys like Mexico! You damn straight yeah! I do. That was that was Mike Mayer moments before the show started. I, I have a simple philosophy on teams I follow. My What's alma that? mater in my country, so I'm not going to root against my. Oh rival. well, listen. The only reason I'm rooting for Mexico is because Italy's out of it. I love Italian soccer, and uh, Italy's out of it. Oh. And so once Italy was out of it, I was looking around for a team, and it was like, well, you know what? First of all, you ever watched a soccer game with Mexicans? Yes. It's wonderful. It is a wonderful experience. I was in a. A Mexican restaurant. Ralph, you'll know this is a little uh, Thousand Oaks culture, if you would. A little Thousand Oaks, California, the 805, Ventura County. Morisco's Cancun. No longer with us uh, because ownership ran that into the toilet. But Morisco's Cancun, I saw Mexico play the Netherlands in the World Cup, the last World Cup. I live bet, or somebody that looked a lot like me may have had a few, few too many beers. Live bet the Netherlands in a Mexican bar, Mexican restaurant and bar, to win the game. They were down one nothing in like the 88th minute. Yep. The Netherlands scored in the in the 88th minute and then scored in extra time and won the game. And I was going nuts. the The fans there were dressed. They had scarves wrapped around them. They had their faces painted. They were demoralized. I, I actually felt bad cheering. <laughs> I think it was like... No, like, you didn't. No, nah, you're right. I did. Uh, I actually rubbed it in their face. Uh, but it was... Oh, man. It was so wonderful. But because of that, I felt bad. So I'm going to Team Mexico this year. So it's my team, man. Probably just go with uh, England or Germany. Keep it simple. So no. sit right here and have another beer in Mexico. What the hell is that? What is that? Who just played that? Get the hell out of here. Get out of here now. Find somebody else. Sam, was that you? I just throw, right. I thought I'd somebody throw in else. that little country song there <laughs> for a hot need. second. Somebody else take the board. Who's outside? Is there a homeless guy outside? Get in here and run I'm the sorry, board. Ralph. I, Get I the hell out of here, Sam. Your, uh, five seconds of your second here. I apologize, <laughs> but I, I love playing that song. I don't know who that is, but I love it. You could have played uh, like a cholo, man. That would have been. Come on, man. Uh, management told me I cannot do that ever. Oh, so. damn it. Bummer. Anyway, proceed, Ralph. All right, Jonas. Well, <laughs> I know. <laughs> be careful, Ralph. Yeah, I gotta be careful, Ralph. No, this one is. I know you're a self-proclaimed mama's boy. I am. But you know, not everyone is, and sometimes there can be a good reason for it. The case uh, could be for Kathleen Demlo. She passed away on May 31st, <laughs> and this was her obituary. Oh, but Ralph, I don't. I don't have a good feeling about this, man. Are we sure this is safe? Yeah. Are we sure, Ralph? Because <laughs> I feel... 
Like, Be careful, Ralph. Yeah, we've we've gone to we've gotten pretty dark on some of these stories. We've now uh, gotten into the obituary portion of the program. I don't want to make fun of a corpse. I'm not here to make fun of a corpse on the air. All right, I don't want to do that, Ralph. Are you going to be okay doing this, Ralph? Yes. Why are you laughing then, Ralph? Because you're funny. <laughs> I just like I want to like like we're literally talking about a dead body, and Ralph is laughing. All right, continue, Ralph. Kathleen Demlo was born March 19, 1938. She married Dennis Demlo in St. Anne's in Wabasso, Minnesota in 1957 and had two children, Gina and Jay. In 1962, she became pregnant by her husband's brother, Lyle Demlo, and moved to California. She abandoned her children, Gina and Jay, who were then raised by her parents in Clements, Mr. and Mrs. Joseph oh, Schunk. Okay, hold, hold on, hold on. I, I've got a couple of them. Uh, Who? I got a couple of them. Uh, just a second, let me, I'll finish okay. the obituary. She passed away on May 31st, 2018 in Springfield and will now face judgment. She will not be missed by Gina and Jay, and they understand that this world is a better place without her. That's a real obituary? That is the obituary. Um, you see... Needless to say, there might have been a little bit of backlash from that obituary, and the local paper, the Redwood Falls Gazette, removed it from their digital archive, Legacy.com, which keeps these things, also removed it and said they need to review their standards. So, who wrote the obituary? The kids? Yeah. Who she deserted? Yeah. And so, let me get this, the Cliff Notes version is, this woman got pregnant from 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 her husband's brother. Correct. And then left to go live with the brother? Yes. And have another family entirely. And so the kids are actually the kids of the husband's brother and her. Yeah. That wrote this obituary. Yes. I don't get it. Oh, I get it. Uh, he, he, wow. What a wild woman. The, the son who filed the copy said- So hot. He, he said, you could write it all down in a book and turn it into a movie, and people wouldn't believe we, what we went through. Mother abandoned them, and they were raised by their grandparents. Man, and they waited to the obituary to to just unload on her. Yes, they did. Okay, Mike Mayer, executive producer, I'm offering you $100 right now. $100 of cold, hard cash, all right, if you can get her on the show for commentary. 100 bucks. Yeah, if you, if you can get this dead woman on the show... And we can get her to respond to this. I will give you a hundred bucks. Straight cash, homie. Yeah. Geez, that's really digging into your pockets for that yeah. one. <laughs> true. True. A hundred bucks. I mean, that's like you didn't see that one coming, did you, Jonas? Uh, that is what. Yeah. How would the paper not? Would the paper? Nobody's reading that at the paper, thinking, you know, or th- this has got to be a scam, though, right? This is all a hoax. No. Got to be. A, did she? Is this even a real human being? Did she even die? Yes. In, in fact, there's been. Understand that the first story that came out was about the obituary. Then, as it proceeded, it was about the newspaper removing it from their digital archives and denying any, you know, wanting to put it all behind them. And then people tracked down the son and his sister to talk to them about why they put this obituary in. Man, that is. That's called holding on to a grudge. Why? <laughs> that, is, that is called. Well, I'll tell you why, Nancy, since you asked and you interrupt Ralph's segment, uh, because she uh, she got a little wild uh, and got after it with the with with you know the guy's brother, and now you know she deserted him. Yep. Wow. So there you go. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's very. <laughs> they, uh, oh man. Uh, 
Are we sure she wasn't the woman that flashed the Capitals? No, we're not. Okay. I don't know. Bill Belichick uh, joins us now here on Fox Sports Radio. Coach, uh, appreciate you spending a few minutes. I know it's been a wild week, very busy. you got the Belmont coming up later today. Uh, Just a crazy, crazy uh, development here. Um, Bill, uh, was that woman uh, that we just talked about who had the obituary written about her uh, sleeping with her husband's brother and then leaving her family and deserting him, uh, was that woman the same woman who flashed the Capitals on Thursday night? I don't have anything to add. Anything else? No. Brought to you by Lowe's. Pro customers at Lowe's save 5% on every purchase every day when you use your Lowe's business credit account. That's 5% on all purchases in-store or online, subject to credit approval, U.S. only. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming up next here on FSR. It uh, This is the most disturbing thing that we will do. Uh, people in the world of sports have said some disgusting things. Absolutely disgusting, offensive, and inappropriate things all week long. And we're playing them for you next year on FSR. I'm very angry, Ralph. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, We are going to have another edition of Out of Context coming up here in just a minute where people say some disgusting and inappropriate things in the world of sports. They actually don't, but Mike Mayer, our uh, executive producer here, he kind of manipulates things and when he gets his hands on them, it turns a harmless comment into a, a crank joke or some inappropriate remark. <gasps> yeah. It's very bizarre, but uh, so that's coming up here in just a minute. Um, less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox sports radio, Anthony Gargano and Lincoln Kennedy will be here on the program. Anthony Gargano, Lincoln Kennedy will take over the fellas here on Fox. One of the best, Shows on the network every single weekend. You hear those guys, Gargano and Kennedy, the fellows coming up here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. You can also hear it on the iHeartRadio app as well, too. Uh, Coming up top of the hour, that's 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Um, You know the most uh, stunning? Also, also, go to my Twitter account, at the Jonas Knox. There's a poll question. Uh, I want to get everybody in on this, as, as many people as possible. We've got a poll question, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox. The poll question is... Which excuse used by LeBron ball washers was your favorite in the NBA Finals? There are four options there. Juicy options. So which excuse used by LeBron ball washers was your favorite in the NBA Finals? So that uh, you can find that at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Um, All right. It is now time for something we do every single week at this time. And it's something called this. It's time to make people in sports sound even worse than they already did this week. Similar to this long sentence that I just read. What? It's out of context. Oh my God, you're hardcore. Don't get me wrong. Every time I make a shot, I get excited. It was lucky enough that it hit the back iron and went straight on down. I was looking forward to going down. Get heated. Those are the ones that keep you up at night and maybe even weeks. Unfortunately, <laughs> been having some issues with my peck. You should be able to oh, strip the meat right off the bone, and uh, <laughs> it should just sort of fall right off the bone. You know they're gonna make runs. We grinding. We just gonna keep grinding. We're going to grind, 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 no matter what. I'm just going to slap the hell out of you right on the spot. Just keep wagging. When you miss, 
Or it doesn't, you don't get it in your mouth and it gets all over your face. Oh, come you know, on. You right over you at that size. Thankfully, you know, that, that last one went in. Been asked to do and, and stretch them more and you try mm-hmm. to navigate it best you can and you understand you don't have a whole lot of margin. A little bit harder, it would have popped out. Gee, <laughs> get to Arnie Spanier like that. The Whoa. stinking genius. Fox Sports Radio legend, Arnie Spanier. You can't do him like that. Oh, man. Uh, all right, so we're going to be back on the air. Uh, same time uh, coming up tomorrow, midnight Pacific time, 3 a.m. Eastern time, all the way till 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 Pacific here on Fox Sports Radio. You know that one of the biggest shockers for me, and I don't know if anybody else noticed this, after the game was over and the championship hats were passed out, they were handing out these championship hats for the Warriors, the biggest shocker for me was Steph Curry going flat bill Ears tucked in guy and swaggy P going curved bill. I was stunned. I would have had it the other way around. Steph being a golfer, a little more casual. I would have had it the other way around. But Steph Curry went straight up 909 dirt bike riding, spider web tattoo on the elbows, foxy racing, Volcom flat biller with ears tucked in guy on national television. Stunning. Absolutely stunning. All right, fun show. Thanks to Ralph. Uh, Thanks to Iowa Sam. Mike Mayer, as always. And thanks to you for listening. The fellas are next here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas, son of a bitch. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with with Zumo Play.